0: So you've piqued my curiosity, Andy. That I, I you had my curiosity. <laughs> now you have my attention.
1: You say that you think you can give me a run for my money when it comes to chugging a beer. I do. I have. I'm pretty fast. I know. I, I uh, I've had, like you said, I've had. We did it at the LAFC uh, match with some listeners. I saw you
0: destroy Bergman at some Ber- event.
1: Bergman. See, this. The, I'm glad you brought that up because here's the difference. When Greg threw it out there, I'm like, nah. Nah. I, I, I knew, before I ever saw Greg do anything, I knew that that wasn't going to happen. I knew that that was more hubris than anything else. You don't do that. That that you just kind of said, you know what? I think I got a shot. This th- I'm I'm taking your challenge very seriously. That you've slow played this the way that you have, I think is meaningful. I'm
0: not going to lie. I've been sitting on this for a while. <laughs> okay. I have been debating throwing down the gauntlet for a while Mm -hmm. you know obviously the hesitation is (laughs) a i've seen your work and it's masterful um and publicly challenging somebody only to get destroyed is an exercise in humiliation that's why
1: you concern me
0: well but also here's the other problem i am not the drinker that i used to be
1: i don't when's the last time you did it chugged a beer yeah like like for maximum speed
0: oh geez when is the last time i've done that
1: Oh, it's been a while. Okay, it's it's been a while. In my heyday, it's I was kind of like riding a bike. Though I'm not going to lie,
0: I have a feeling I haven't <laughs> lost the the technique and the ability. Um, you know, I mean, it's funny because I don't drink the way I used to, but I have not noticed my tolerance lowering. Like if I do have more than I typically do, it doesn't knock me on my ass the way it does for a lot of people. That once they don't drink much anymore, like it really hits them. So I, it doesn't feel. Like I've lost anything through a lack
1: of reps, but you worry. Would you like some ramp-up time, or do you just want to just rip off the band-aid and give it a shot? I mean, what do I have, a week max? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to do it at
0: the Mandy's? Well, that's where this all came from, was okay. the idea of the if you win Man of the People...
1: Oh, right, right, right. Which the, I won't.
0: The cel- Well, that's also why I could lay down the challenge. <laughs> I don't know if I actually have to do this. But that's the way it would be celebrated, would be with a group chug, which... Just, I couldn't resist anymore. I had to put this out there. I, I like had to it, put it man. out in the ether.
1: All right. Well, let, if if in fact comes together in the way that you just described, we'll give it a shot. I put it this way. I said to Berg, "You've got no chance." I saw the guy at LFC. You got no chance. I I can I can kind of you know game recognizes game right. I, f- I feel like I've run into somebody that I need to be fully aware now of. Now
0: we're going glass, correct? We're not going can.
1: No, no, a pint. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, a pint glass. We're like,
0: like we're not shotgunning it like savages. We, we, I can do that too. I, I can do it
1: too. <laughs> it's like a decathlon.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll we'll have a funnel. We'll have a shotgun. We'll have a pint glass. Funnel. We'll have a, le- oh my we'll, have a God. we'll have a bottle. Like uh, in
2: Revenge of the Nerds, yeah.
1: <laughs> the funnel, be right? Like, cause the funnel. No, they didn't. They have that in Revenge of the Nerds. They had a, a beer
2: drinking contest. I, I would like to
0: think that I can't do the funnel anymore. Like, there's a part of me that really hopes I can't.
1: I think you can. I think I think you could still take down the, the funnels. Funnel. I got to be honest, the funnel's awful. <laughs> it's too much it's so too much yeah it's too much cuz it's usually more than one more than two and it's all foam it's foam but it it is a express train <laughs> oh it's it's fast the foam is i mean the funnel is evil it's got to be cold too something super cold yeah cold cold, cold helps. yeah
0: we i'll tell you right now if if part of the decathlon is funnel i'm just going <laughs> to seed that leg to you <laughs> I'll just I, I just gotta win the other nine or look
1: as long as there's actually no athletic components to our decathlon I'm in on this this is the most degenerate decathlon <laughs> It's basically it's a decathlon
0: that doubles as a cry for help <laughs> yeah. after the decathlon the winner gets
1: an intervention <laughs> yeah. winner goes to rehab but it's paid for them. Hey, what? <laughs> hey, look, I think we're on to something here. What are we doing here? I think we're on to something. Uh, a little bit of breaking news right now. Frank Vogel named the head coach of the Phoenix Suns about one second after Doc Rivers removed his name from consideration in the desert. You I literally had that
2: in a dump, too. I literally wrote that in a dump, and then like a minute later, Frank Vogel
1: gets the job. Feels like a good hire. It, that Frank <laughs> so Vogel- <laughs> benevolent of Doc Rivers. You know, Frank, you can have this. Yeah, uh, Doc, we just <laughs> wanted to call and let you know that we're going to – wait, stop right there. I'm out. Uh, Guys, I've been giving this some thought. <laughs> I've been giving this some thought too. I don't, I don't really want the job. It's a pretty good doc. Thank <laughs> it, you. It, it took a little out of you, but it that does. was a pretty good doc along the way. Uh, Vogel to Phoenix—that feels like a good hire for them. Yeah, it really does.
0: Because Frank Vogel's weakness as a coach is offense. He's got two supernova offensive players that obviously don't solve everything. But they handle a lot. You got a lot covered with those two guys. And Mm -hmm. then in the meantime, Frank Vogel is a defensive savant. Like, he really is that good. He can help. He's also very good. We saw this, I think, in the championship year, but especially the 2021 year. He's really good at getting a greater defense than it seems like you'll have on paper. And he might have to do that with this Suns team that – they need to do a. They need to reconstruct
1: their roster, period. But I'm not sure how they're going to do it. Yeah, that that's the trick there, right? That when they went out and you you said I think you said this yesterday that when they acquired Kevin Durant from Brooklyn, you're like, no, nah, I don't. I'm not really seeing that. Right. I, I was the opposite. I thought D- Durant, Booker, Paul, and Aiton would be. You know, I, obviously their depth was decimated when they sent basically everybody else to Brooklyn along with all of their picks. But that those four guys, pretty high level guys. Two of them, like you mentioned, in Booker and Durant, that can score, you know, in in droves. But it didn't it didn't look invincible. It didn't look all that great. Like they they struggled against the Clippers, who were missing their two best players for most of the series. If
0: the Clippers had Kawhi Leonard and Paul George the entire time, yeah, they would have destroyed Phoenix. I mean, think how much they really had to work. Even down the stretch, when the Clippers were basically Russell Westbrook and Norm Powell, Mm -hmm. they were still
1: struggling to put those teams away. Well, so they get better with Vogel, right? That's a good fit. The Clippers are the... They're the hardest ones to say, okay, they'll be better because it just has never happened. It's one thing if it's one season where Kawhi goes down or one season where Paul George goes down and say, it's just a little bit of bad luck. But the, the entirety of their partnership has been neither one of them or one or the other are gone. So... I'm not just going to say, oh, next year will be different, because quite frankly, it probably won't. But the Lakers struggle with them. Phoenix gets a new coach. They've got at least the core of a really good team. We see what Denver's doing right now. We'll see what happens with John Morant and Memphis moving forward. But Sacramento will be better. Maybe Golden State is a little bit worse. We'll see. San Antonio is going to be a lot better with Wynn Benyama, probably. That the West – feels like it's getting you got the best team in the league at the top and everybody that's below them feels like they're getting incrementally better along the way there's not an easy road out of this thing what if at the beginning of last year it's like yeah okay there's just a bunch of mediocre teams doesn't feel like that anymore
0: well this year in the west was very much an anomaly because usually the west is the brutal conference to get through Mm -hmm. this was a relatively weaker year in the west but that's really really unusual and i feel like you just can't count on it like if the Pelicans stay healthy, which really means if Zion stays healthy. Pelicans were really sure. good when they had Zion, Brandon Ingram, and C.J. McCollum all available. They were, at one point, I think the number one seed. They, they were number two at the lowest. They,
1: they were. He's, he's another one, though. This kind of goes to the Paul George, Kawhi – at some point, it's not just bad luck, it's who you are. Absolutely. A- and and we're right at that threshold with Zion right now that it's one thing to okay, this and eh, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And then there's just yeah, he doesn't play very often and he's right on the precipice of that. The
0: hope for somebody like for somebody like Zion is Zadrunas Ogaskas who early in his career kept having these really bad foot injuries and then eventually found a way to stay on the court. Maybe you hope that Zion gets a lot of this out of his system early, but it's been pretty often and pretty severe.
1: And he's overweight. That, that, that's the other thing. I know Barkley talks about it. I've mentioned it on this show a bunch of times that at some point you just need to get lighter, you know, and I know he's a bulky guy. He's a thicker guy that that's just how he's, how he's built. But if you keep breaking, you got to you gotta try to fix something. You, you know,
0: it's funny you say that. I, I did an interview one time with Julius Randall back when I worked for The Athletic, and it was during, I think he only played one year there, but it was during his year with the Pelicans, mm-hmm. but he talked about how when he signed that deal with New Orleans, the first thing he did was hire a personal chef. Because he said, even just on road trips, when they go through New Orleans, like if it if the schedule laid out where you were there for a couple days he would leave having gained a few pounds just from being in new orleans multiple days because the food is so good and so of a certain style oh
1: yeah it's not light
0: no <laughs> no it's and the, look you new, don't feel
1: easy breezy
0: after you're done with new one orleans of is an awesome food city oh, it's like best. if you've never eaten yeah. down there try to get there but he said he hired a chef immediately because he's like, if I spend an entire season there, or I think it was a one-year deal, but like whole career, whatever, he's like, I know myself too well. I'm going to balloon up.
1: And so, okay, so there's another team in New Orleans that it's potentially a big opposition, right? That A team that that's not only good, but potentially very good, near the top of the list if those guys come in there. We haven't talked about Memphis yet either. And this is all relative to how the Lakers slot in here. Adam Silver said something yesterday, and I almost called him David Silver again. I still am struggling with that. I got <laughs> a <D-na-na>. 2-0 <none. laughs> on the brush. Brian Austin Green. I went, D- Adam Silver uh, <laughs> said there's a fair amount of additional information that they've discovered and that they will hand out his punishment um, or or kind of inform the rest of the league what's going to happen with jaw after the nba finals are finished but the the phrase a fair amount of additional information if i'm Jaw morant sends a cold shiver down my spine because he was going to get hit pretty good regardless of what else may have been out there but if adam silver is even saying that i think he's trying to soften the ground for we're going to really swing a heavy bat when it comes to punishment
0: well jaw has to know what that information
1: is Probably. I, I doubt Jaws going like, oh, get like. Not what is it, but oh, they found out about that too. One of those situations. I'm, see, I'm guessing Ja
0: knows exactly what they found out. Like, my guess, just given how Adam Silver operates, and as much as this is going to be a moment where he's, I think, under scrutiny for discipline because he's not known as a disciplinarian, he's known as the opposite of, of David Stern. Mm hmm. I imagine he's been in contact with John Morant because he probably doesn't want to blindside him. I imagine he probably, if I had to guess, I don't think
1: it's a blindside for Morant necessarily. I think it's a, Hey, everybody else get ready for this, because it's more than you think it is.
0: But the point being, I imagine John knows exactly what it is because Adam silver has informed him. This is what we know. We want to talk with you about this I think th- that's going to be the extent of him being a player's commissioner. He's not going to want to just sideswipe Ja. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to want Ja to know exactly what's going on, in part because I imagine he wants Ja to get everything together. Because when Ja is playing at the top of his game with no distractions, He's one of the most exciting sure. players in the league.
1: And and, he, and even with the distractions, even with the stuff that has swirled around him, he's still one of the most popular players in the league from a fan standpoint. Like this is somebody that's even in Memphis, like he is one of the faces of the league for NBA fans. The punishment is going to be I, – I, I would be blown away if it were a full season. I, I don't think that's on the table, but almost anything short of that half a season – you know 30 games 40, 40 I really wouldn't be like oh my gosh it's like yeah you you can't you can't do a thing that the league has a huge problem with and then get in trouble for the thing and then go in front of them they say this is a huge problem don't let this happen again we're sitting you he lost what was it 700 grand give or take uh okay we're n- n- no not that and then do it 2 weeks later you that if it were a totally different thing all right. Well, let's go. it's the same thing essentially. They're going to whack this guy.
0: Yeah. I mean, they need to enforce the discipline because for I think for Ja's sake, they need to enforce the discipline, but also for the optics of the league, mm-hmm. you know, for their own credibility. But I also think it's really important that whatever they try to do is also with the effort of trying to help Ja because it's clear there's stuff going on. Like, you don't keep doing this without something prompting you. Like, I, I remember years ago, um, I I wrote a profile of, yeah, you know what? Save it for after we get yeah, back. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I want to hear the rest of this, and I don't okay. want to race through it. So we'll do okay. that when we come back. Plus, is there a drop-dead number for the Lakers and Hachimura? That got reported yesterday, or is he coming back regardless? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.
5: Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com.
1: And you may see a Travis in a K uh, duel, beer chugging <laughs> duel. I like that you uh, you're in for this. This is good. I have taken out my proverbial white glove and I've
0: slapped you across the face with it, Travis.
1: <laughs> Sir, I demand satisfaction. 25 paces. Of course, like.
0: <laughs> well, the beer chosen matters. Oh, sure it does. Look, we're not
1: doing an IPA. <laughs> like we're, a, right? we're not... a Guinness. <laughs> right. That there is a certain, uh, a lighter lager is yeah, a better choice for, for something like that. Oatmeal stout off the table. <laughs> If you eat it with a spoon. Yeah, no. they, Barley wine. We're, we're, we're on the same page on this. <laughs> yes. we, 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 we're we choosing the same equipment yes, for our duel, Absolutely. Right? This instead of pistols at dawn, it will be 20 like, ounces of coarse look, light in a glass.
0: The finale, Uh, uh I'm not going to say what happens, but the finale of John Wick 4 involves a duel,
1: and they, they chose their weapons. All right. So uh, I, I'm i excited, I because I'm excited for the unknown. I wasn't sweating burger. So am I. It's just, this, I. I think you've... I think you got a chance. I think you got a chance for sure. You started telling us a story. We were talking about John Morant, and I almost did it again. I almost called him David <laughs> Silver again. Adam Silver, not only wanting to you know make sure that the league is represented well and that the, their discipline is you know se- severe enough that they will it'll it'll deter other players from maybe making similar decisions, but at the same time making sure that one of their marquee players is in a healthy place. Yeah, I mean. The- you
0: have to find this balance between properly disciplining him for something that is serious and also that Ja has clearly not gotten the message so far. Clearly, But there it's also, at least to me, clear. There's a lot going on with Ja, like in terms of him handling a lot of fame that certainly wasn't on his radar for a while. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he went to a small college. He he comes from, I believe, small town South Carolina. Like, Ja was not on a lot of people's radar profile growing up the way like Brandon Ingram was Zion. or Zion was. Like yeah. John Murray, even though he was the second overall pick, he was not one of those guys. And then he now plays in a small market team in a, you know, in a city that feels very small, big town. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of eyes on you. A lot of, there's a lot on you. And that can be difficult to handle. And it reminded me of how probably about a decade ago, I wrote a profile for ESPN of Ron Artest when he, it was right before he was going to raffle off his championship ring to raise money for mental health organizations. Mm-hmm. And the piece got into, like, the palace brawl and a lot of the mental health issues that Ron Artest has dealt with himself. And I'm reading some quotes from this piece that that get into the idea that Ron was acting out, but there was also a lot of stress for a while in his life that he didn't know how to deal with. And he said... Quote, I didn't really know myself. I was kind of confused as a person. So I definitely knew that I didn't want to lose who I was as a person. I felt in control, but I wasn't in control. I was totally not in control. I wasn't able to control emotions because I was more into myself, more into being a rebel than being inspirational. And for this piece, I, I reached out to David Stern and I got an interview with him. And there was some stuff he told me off the record about the process of putting down that suspension for Ron where he missed the entire season Mm -hmm. after the Palace Brawl. But also, too, being concerned about Ron Artest as a person and him dealing with being an NBA player, knowing that Ron came from a very volatile background and there was obviously just volatility issues. And David Stern said, quote, we were concerned for Ron because the stresses of the game and the pressures that come from being a star athlete. Being a public performer and meeting the demands of family and others and other situations are just quite daunting, and Ron was going to need some help working through all those. Mm. I think there's an element with Ja that as much as what he's doing seems incredibly stupid and it's frustrating, it's like, dude, how hard is it? Both can
1: be true at the same time.
0: Right. How hard is it to avoid don't Instagram Live holding a gun when you've already been in trouble for Instagramming Live Holding a gun, like these are right. totally avoidable situations, but then when you take into account the other stuff that's going on with Jaw, like the the security at at a mall, and you know, like getting his mom having issues with a security guard, uh, Jaw and friends show up to try to handle it. The the laser pointer thing inside the arena, it's a lot of stuff. There's there's stuff going on with Jaw that I think signals somebody that is having difficulty handling his situation. Beyond just immaturity.
1: Well, what, what did he say? I, I'm going to forget the quote exactly, but when he went away, right for the suspension or to, to get healthier, I, I forget I forget the phrase he used, but I needed some time to figure out how to deal with things. And I, I don't that's close, but not exactly what he said. It was it 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 hinted at what you're describing. It 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 kind of it said, listen, I don't want to tell you what I'm dealing with, but I'm dealing with some things that I do need to address, that I do need to um, figure out a better way to manage whatever it is that I'm dealing with. And then like that, we're right back where we started. So whatever tactics or, 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 or procedures that he was trying to implement to fix that didn't work. And and you wonder if that's not part of whatever's coming next, that not only are you not gonna play, but we're gonna have to stipulate that you go do X, Y, and Z to get these things more more manageable in your life.
0: Yeah, and look, I mean, I want to make it clear, I'm not trying to take the onus off job because ultimately he's being paid a lot of money to be a professional and have a lot of responsibility. And that's part of this gig. And again, a lot of what he's been dealing with are really avoidable issues. Yeah. At the same time, though, Jaws not even 24. Like, I know when I was 23, I wasn't necessarily this kind of idiot, but I was often kind of an idiot. And, and again, I'm not, I'm not trying to present Jaws as a total idiot. I'm just saying these are things that I think he will look back on and say they were stupid. Like, okay, another Artest story. This is in the piece that I wrote. You know, he was originally going to go back to Houston okay. before he ended up joining the Lakers. But then Yao Ming ended up uh, unexpectedly retiring, and that completely changed Houston's path because without Yao, they're just – Yao, excuse me, combining Ja and Yao. Without Yao there – That would be a good player. <laughs> that would be a really good player. <laughs> yeah. But without Yao there, Houston's plan changed. But he said that when he was planning to re-sign with Houston, the expectation was going to be more money than he ultimately ended up signing with the Lakers. Mm. And he had this plan, Ron Artest, with his friends. He was going to go to a Houston strip club, and he was going to bring half a million dollars. And he was going to make half a million dollars rain. He was going to make it rain with half a million dollars. Like, that was his big plan. And he told me about this, and then I asked him, like, okay, given, like, a year to look back on it, like, what do you think of the make it rain plan now? He's like, so stupid. Yeah, He's like, that would have been
1: just... Beyond stupid, he's like it would have been steps backward for me as a person. And and the the optics of it it at that that point in his life, that would have not been. I mean, a a lot of young ladies through college though. (laughs) (laughs) You could have bought a college practically. I mean, that's. I'd kind of like to see half a million dollars. You know, I never thought about this, but
0: Yao Ming's early forced retirement cost a few women like. (laughs) A Matthews chance at college.
1: <laughs> never thought about
0: like I never thought about the butterfly effect.
1: bunch just sees the whole picture, <laughs> yeah, he really right, does. Andy, you're just focusing on Ron Artest. Yeah. test. bunch of see the whole, the whole world, man, <laughs> yeah. you,
0: you never know. You never know what a couple of these ladies might have done. They <laughs> found
1: a cure for cancer or something, exactly. you know? A cure for blindness, something. <laughs> you never know. You never know. You talked about the, all, all the money that uh, he didn't get in Houston. There, Jovan Buha was talking about that the Lakers may have a walkaway number with Hachimura, and that number might be twenty million a year. That Reeves, it seems like all again reading tea leaves and all this stuff. I haven't seen anything that leads me to believe that the Lakers won't keep Austin Reeves. Full stop. Right. That whatever whatever offer comes, we got it. You're not going anywhere. You're going to be a part of this team. I think that the Hachimura one is. We're going to do everything we can to try to make sure you stay here, which leaves that gap of we we can't do that. Is he going to fall into the we can't do that? Is somebody going to give him that sort of money? Or is this just the Lakers are the right fit for him, the other teams realize it, and that we're not going to go pay him because we saw what it was in Washington, that this is a Lakers. Don't get fooled by what you saw. I th- Is this coming up next or are we sure, ta- answering no, it now? Answer now. I think they're. I
0: don't think the Lakers are going to get priced out of Rui Hachimura. No, I don't. Because the sample size on Rui, while I think I think there's a lot of potential there, it's still relatively small. There've been there's been a lot of Rui Hachimura skeptics around the league. Mm-hmm. And you know, you remember when the Lakers made this deal, people thought it was a good deal because you're giving up Kendrick Nunn who doesn't play and a couple seconds for Rui Hachimura who is a young, better player. Then Kendrick Nunn you get a nice look at him whatever the sample size on Rui is pretty small but also too I think the Lakers may need Rui more than some other teams need him and therefore can justify the payment more than some other teams
1: will this is the great challenge for general manager not just Palenka but general managers full stop football basketball baseball any of them what what is he actually worth to me? Right, this idea of okay, he was he was good for me for four months, but th- does none of that stuff over there matter at all? Is are we gonna if we gonna the regression to the mean or whatever the phraseology is that what exactly am I well, buying and well, how much am I paying for it?
0: I think if Rui is offered like four and eighty four, let's go with like the number that Dennis Schroeder reportedly turned down. Yeah, Bye. Yeah, that, that was the extension Dennis Schroeder reportedly could have gotten with the Lakers, said no, ended up on a mid-level with Boston. Do I think the Lakers would match that? No.
1: But do I think Rui's going to get offered that? Also no. All right, Oral Hershiser, Jaime Hireen, scheduled to join us in about a half an hour from right now. They're going to join us here in studio, so we'll talk about the Dodgers and the Yankees, all sorts of Dodger topics in there. Uh, Funch is in for Emily. Are you ready for Factor Cap coming up next? Oh, yeah. Funch? All right, so a funcious edition of Factor Cap. That's coming up. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. Speaking of Oral, let me tell you about my pals at Rotolo Chevrolet. You see them on TV. You see Mike Composio. You see Oral. They're dancing. They're having a great time. Find out for yourself what all the fun is about at Rotolo Chevrolet right off the 210 freeway, Sierra Avenue exit in Fontana. And when you get there, what you're going to find is an absolute ocean of Silverado. So if you're in a market for a new Silverado, Silverado Crew Cab, Get yourself out to Rotolo Chevrolet and what you're going to find is unbelievable selection, unbelievable pricing, and the single best customer service experience you've ever had in your entire life. How do I know? Well, I've been out there over and over and over again, bought a car from them about a month or so ago, and it's exactly why they've won dealer of the year 13 years in a row. Think about that. 13 years in a row. Somebody saying, you know what? You're the best at this. That's what's going on at Rotolo Chevrolet. Transparent, courteous, upfront, and more than anything else, you're going to love what you get. You're going to tell your friends. That's why they're dealer of the year, year after year after year. Go see what all the fun's about at Rotolo Chevrolet. And, of course, you can go online at RotoloChevy.com. That's R-O-T-O-L-O, RotoloChevy.com, and tell them that Travis sent you. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for
2: business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
4: Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up hypnotic and cognac weighing heavy on the team.
1: Oh, that's cap. That's so cap, Dan. <laughs> Everything I've said is a cap, but I'm going to go back. First of all, it's not a cap. It's no, it is a cap. cap. Welcome
4: to Factor Cap.
2: Hi, guys. Working on my Emily right there. Hi, Funch. That was, that was pretty
4: good. Thank that you. Bad. Thank you. Got you. The, you got the hype in there? Thank you. Thank you. My... Emily's
1: probably already had half a bottle of wine in Santa Barbara oh. by now. <laughs> She's having a blast. <laughs> She's having a good time. Uh, all good right, for go. her. She's in a fight she with an ostrich. All
2: right, guys, fact or cap, driving under 70 miles per hour in a fast lane is the worst thing you can
1: humanly do on the freeway. Uh, Travis. Uh, I'm going to go fact on that. There, there are rules to the road, right, that are not posted anywhere. If you're going to go 70 miles an hour, you need to be off to the right. If you're in the left, you need to be going faster than everybody to your right. That's just kind of the rule. If somebody comes up and oh, you can person. see the their face oh. in your rearview mirror, Move over and get out of their way. Even if you're going 80, and that guy wants to go 85, you need to get out of his way. The faster traffic to the left, slower traffic to the right, and one guy slash woman slash person that doesn't get that, the whole system breaks down, and we're all sitting there. Move your ass over to the right. Uh, Fact. (laughs) I mean,
0: this is how civilizations either stay together or fall (laughs) apart. There needs to be order. And there, there are rules, even unspoken
3: rules, this is how we keep everybody, as you like to say, moving.
1: <laughs> keep it moving.
3: All right, so I'm going to go cap, and not because I don't think that's absolutely terrible. It's not the most humanly worst thing. <laughs> slow possible. driver,
2: slow driver, no, slow no, driver. No, no, no.
3: There is something worse. It's the people that are coming onto the freeway and almost stop instead of merging into traffic. You need to come onto the freeway with the flow of traffic. Otherwise, you are stopping everything up, and you're causing problems in that first lane trying to get in. Because they're like, oh, am I supposed to stop for you for you to go? Or should I try to go fast past you? No, that is the absolute worst thing, and it drives me insane that is when a, people do it.
1: So when you're driving a car that you're not used to, like you are in, you don't know like the acceleration and what you're describing. Hey. You hit the gas and the car just doesn't go anywhere. You're like I'm uh, gonna kill myself and right, several and other people, people here. I'm, people. I'm merging at 30 miles an hour on the 405. Oh, you it, can't merge at 30. It, it is
0: dangerous in a lot of ways to rent a car in this city. <laughs> yeah. Like to drive a car you're I, unfamiliar
2: I with. I need to know how
1: quickly this thing's gonna get me on the freeway. Brian, what about you? Oh, that's fact. If
2: I get in the fast lane and someone's slowing me down, can't stand it. One of my biggest pet peeves. What about the person that's like driving very slowly but texting? Well, you're doing two things that are basically illegal, slow and texting. I think I'd
3: choose
1: slow over texting because at least they're looking at the road if they're driving <laughs> yeah. slowly. <laughs> yeah, they're like going 90 and being like, hey, don't worry about it. Hey, Bob, what's happening today? <laughs> okay, okay, look, just I'm just driving along. You see that uh, electric self-driving car? Yeah. 90% of them head down into their lap <laughs> looking at their phone. Yep. Just Not saying. paying attention. Yep. Yep. All
2: right, guys. There's a report that uh, Taylor Swift fans, Swifties, they wear diapers so they don't miss any songs at her concert. Uh, factor cap. Your regular producer is one of these people. <laughs> <laughs>
5: going going it's, a two, it's a two-parter. Going- you know, you can just answer yeah, really quick. Who are you
2: going with first? Uh, let's go with Andy.
3: I mean, she's not my regular producer. <laughs> <laughs> Fact.
4: <laughs>
3: uh, Yeah, it's it's absolutely fact. There's zero chance that when she's at a concert she's going anywhere. Every single word of every single song, every beat of every note, she will miss. I'm picturing Emily, like, in a layer of diapers.
2: <laughs> like, just, like, diaper upon diaper <laughs> upon diaper. Right, we'll just right, we'll follow this up real quick. Hold on a second. <laughs> I'm going to take,
1: let... take an opportunity to defend one of my
3: teammates here. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Uh, this isn't I... <laughs> going against it. It's not saying something bad no, about her at no, all. No, no, no.
1: Well, I don't know about that. No, it is it's not saying you... something good about her. I was going to say, <laughs> well, you guys are saying... Emily is a young woman who can go four hours without having to use the bathroom. She will be just sure. fine, and she would also, in the event that needed, that nature does call. In this moment, I believe that she is a self-respecting enough human well, being. I mean, we, I don't think to it's not use the restroom.
3: Look, you're paying a lot of money to go to a Taylor Swift yeah, concert. But it's ten minutes. You'll be fine.
1: Okay. You well, can hear it from the Okay. The no, you say. Room.
3: No, you say. That's different. You can. Emily can't. <laughs> but, but also. <laughs> But also, you're not just going for. I mean, like you're spending a lot of money to go be at something. She's
4: I don't,
1: doing a four-hour show. You can miss ten minutes. Well, yeah, no, you people can. don't want to miss it. You, you can. can. I got your back, Em. No, I'm, I'm not saying anything bad about her. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so
2: what's part two of this? Factor cap. You would wear a diaper for a certain
1: event so you don't miss a thing, Travis. Look, I'm already terrified of the day when I don't have a choice about wearing a diaper. <laughs> it's, just, it's just one of those things that I need to wear. Is it something to choose, that I choose to wear? No. Look, there are things in my life that I love that I don't want to miss, but I can take 10 minutes to go use the bathroom. All right, here we go. Here we, let me just That's set also, something it's not up. It's 10 minutes. Let me set it something is. up for you.
2: The Rams... 10 seconds left. The Rams are six points down. Yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah. And they're on the one yard line. Okay. You uh, got to go to the bathroom really bad.
1: What are you doing? I'm gonna hold it. I'm gonna. I am going to i tense You just said there's ten seconds left in the game. If I yeah, but the ten point, seconds at a game really means like five minutes. If, if I've got to the point where five minutes is make or break time, I've already I've already failed. Okay, so there's I'm a, gonna take care of it
3: before then. There's something happening on the field where there's a there's a review and there's a, maybe there's a big fight. There's something happening on the field. You do need to go, but it's actually going to end up taking about half an hour. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look, these are unlikely scenarios. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Accept the premise. <laughs> <laughs> there was a bar that had a promotion. You, Andy's nodding his head. You know this promotion? I, I know bars like this. So the they basically they bring everybody in, they proverbially lock the door, and beers are a certain price until someone has to use the bathroom and then once somebody does they go back to the normal price people started wearing the adult diapers really? in wow. Wow. Oh, I, so did I know they didn't I know totally to do, do that too yeah.
0: yeah absolutely yeah it's first of all that's a bad recipe for getting somebody beaten <laughs> like they've gone three hours without peeing 11 beers in they finally, Your human nature and biology takes over, and you end up getting curb stomped. Like, it's awful. Like, it's really evil to do that with that much alcohol involved.
2: All right, guys. A Tennessee man named Kevin Magnus recently came on to Today Show with his story of losing 58 pounds in 100 days, eating nothing but McDonald's for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Factor cap. you can eat one particular fast food place for 100 days straight, three meals a day. We'll start with Bergman. Oh, jeez.
3: Fast food. That makes it much more difficult. I, no, I think it's cap. I don't think I can do it. I mean, if I was getting paid a lot of money to do it and they paid for all my food, then yes, I can. But hundred
1: days is a lot. hundred days time is, time is time a lot. He miles. lost 58
3: pounds, though. Yeah, he lo- he lost 58 pounds? Yeah,
2: he That's, lost f- well, 58 Well, look, it's all,
3: it's all about portions. Yeah. I mean, if you're I'm going- I'm doing like a, f- a french fry.
2: Well, if
0: you're, <laughs> say you had like three happy meals a day as an adult- and that's all you're eating you probably could lose weight that's probably less calories than three typical adult meals
1: yes yeah but, but you're also there every day three times a day for 100 days so i can eat the same this food this is not a weight loss tactic you're talking about you're just talking about having to eat the same no, thing it's no it's the fast food portion of it yeah. like it
3: doesn't even matter which fast food you pick you pick I, I don't think I can eat fast food that much. No, Cap for 300 me.
1: 300 times? Cap for me, the whole point, look, you guys all know how much I enjoy eating. Yeah. The fun thing is eating different things, yeah. right? And going from one, not just at different places, but different types of things. they kind of mixing it up. The idea of uh, even the most elaborate fast food restaurant has a pretty limited option of items. You, yeah, you can only sick of stuff.
2: Yeah, I'm... I'm a hard cap on I that. I think I can eat a Chicken McNugget, you know, 100 times, you know. Well, it'd be 300
3: times. Well, yeah, that's true.
2: Yeah, 300 <laughs> Chicken
1: McNuggets. You sprinkle in an Egg yeah. McMuffin yeah. Yeah. in the morning. Sure. Those hash browns are pretty good.
3: <laughs> they are. The Egg McMuffin, by the way, is supposed to be a perfect meal. It, yes. <laughs> perfect yeah. breakfast. Yeah. yeah. It's really good. Yeah. Is it really? Yes. Yeah.
1: Like, how so? Protein? Protein. Carb? Yep. It's, yeah. That's it's surprisingly low, low
3: calorie. calorie. There's not a ton of grease involved. Right. Right. It is supposed to be the perfect. Eat
2: hundred in a row and see what happens, <laughs> yeah. Funch. I, I might not be here. Have you guys okay. ever
0: seen the documentary Super Size? Oh, of, right, course. Yeah. of course, yeah. <sighs> of course, of yeah. course.
2: Yeah. You know what? I refuse to see it because um, I don't want to. I, I don't want to stop eating McDonald's. I had it yesterday. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. Um, this is some sad news. Uh, Splash Mountain has came had had come to an end. Basically, a couple days ago, they ended the ride. Factor Cap, you're sad to see Splash
1: Mountain come to an end, uh, Travis. Uh, cap, I I am um, I, I love Disneyland. I like taking my kids when they're young. I still don't mind going as an adult. I am Team Disneyland. I enjoy my day there. I don't like being wet. Uh, you know what I mean? Like the idea of walking around with wet pants slash shorts pa- pa- plus other things you got is a, lot of rules. a p- pretty no no no. Look look at my body. Imagine me wearing wet pants, and imagine the results. This explains out. your
0: resistance to the diaper.
1: This, bingo. I, uh, I I I'm not a huge splash mountain guy, so I can I can live without. Um, I it's fact, but I also. It's not ending completely. They're
3: just no, redoing it, right? they're just redoing it. Right? Redoing it they're yes. just redoing it. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah, yeah because uh, yeah, no. Then it's cap. I don't care about the things that were around it. What was actually in Splash Mountain was pretty terrible. So, but the ride itself <laughs> was really fun. It needed a the, face t- The drop, yeah, <laughs> it, it absolutely. Fun. It needed. What well, is it like a cheap thrill? It's like literally 30 seconds. <laughs> oh no! I mean, the ride was a little bit longer. You had to Man, go through. and It was all yeah, slow and twist all that. Yeah, the twists and turns. But then the drop is one of the best drops at Disneyland. I want you to so, wear wet underwear
1: at work all day. One day and see if you change your shoes. I know what socks. happens yeah, to you when you're walking around Disneyland. It's not a one day problem. <laughs> no, it's it's, a, it's it's like a it's week a long issue is is you right. got. Yeah, not, now there's powders and creams involved. There's there's a lot going on after that.
3: Yeah. No, I love that ride.
0: <laughs> Andy? Um, Andy? um cap that I'm sad about it, but I recently rode the Jurassic Park water ride. I took my daughter there a, a few weeks ago. Is that it, Universal? Universal, yes. Yeah. The Jurassic Park one. It was pretty fun, I got to say. It was actually... And it had a big splash at the end. What about you, Brian?
2: Uh cap. Yeah? Yeah, not so. Uh, I like the ride, but yeah, the... Time for something new. Give me the new movie, the new
1: characters in there, and keep it fresh. It's the uh, Princess and the
2: Princess and the Frog, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Tiana's by
1: Your beat Song of the South. That's it. Yeah, Beat Song of the South. Most things do. <laughs> <laughs> Most things do. All right. Oral Hershiser and Jaime Harin coming up in just a little bit. They're going to join us coming up at about 12 o'clock. Let's talk a little bit about the Dodgers and the Yankees series, which gets started at Dodger Stadium tonight. That's coming up in just a little bit as well. Straight ahead, Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. Baseball is in full swing, so get your tickets to all the action with Vivid Seats. Plus, with basketball and hockey heating up, now's a great time to experience a game. Vivid Seats is proud to be the official ticketing partner of ESPN. From on the glass to in the stands, Vivid Seats has great ticket prices to all the games. Every crack of the bat, every dribble down the court, you can catch it all with Vivid Seats. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats, experience it live. like a second chance if you did not buy your mandia tickets awards uh when we made the original announcement a few months ago and they sold out in just a few hours there are a few left like you heard chris say right there uh get yourself to espnla.com click on the Mandy awards and you got a chance to buy some special reserve tickets and i can practically guarantee that you will have a great time It will be funny. It will be lively. It will be a little bawdy, perhaps. Uh, It's going to be good. You know what? It's going to be things we don't even know it'll be because we're all going to end up surprised at some point. So, who knows? Jorge and Chris, are they the only ones that kind of know the the run of schedule, so to speak? Is that it? Tommy's got to be in on it, too. All I know is that they had a rehearsal last night, and that's
2: pretty much all I know.
1: Okay. Okay. So, it's going to be big. It went off last year so well, considering that it was the – launch of the whole thing that we'd never done anything like that before and it was as seamless as it was Give them an opportunity to do it once and do it again i think that this will be yeah. better i mean look for something that
0: was being created in real time i thought last year was incredibly impressive and and i think people will look at what relatively speaking didn't work as well and they'll find ways to fix it find ways to make it better it's
1: going to be a lot of fun some chugging, maybe. Maybe some chugging. <laughs> some chugging. I I'm I'm now almost officially worried with your game that you're slow playing this to the point that you are. I'm a little bit like, all right, I may I may be the underdog all of a sudden. Maybe
0: I am. Maybe I'm not. I maybe maybe I realized I got out over my own skis. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I don't know. It could know be a lot you, of things. I know you well enough to know that you you would not have thrown your hat into that had you that you not honestly believed you've got a real good but shot at it. Here's the thing though. I may be honest, I may also be wrong. Oh, huh. Possibly we should find out but we got to win man of the people award first which feels like that's also part of the reason I (laughs) threw this out. You know, it, it feels like one of those dares you don't actually have to act on. So the Dodgers get the Yankees uh, fully loaded. Giancarlo Stanton, Josh Donaldson, both activated uh, to the roster yesterday, getting ready for tonight's game. Kershaw tonight against the Yankees. Garrett Cole will pitch tomorrow against uh, Michael Grove. Who's recently called back up to the big leagues. And then, Uh, phenom Bobby Miller pitches on Sunday Sunday Night Baseball on ESPN the Dodgers are in a position that it's weird Alden Gonzalez wrote about this this morning the five reasons the Dodgers are still at the top of the division they're technically tied with the Diamondbacks right now this was supposed to be not a, a rebuild year but kind of a let's catch our breath kind of I don't know how else to say it that they didn't go big in free agency they were very strategic in who they they get Peralta they get Hayward they get JD Martinez Uh, Noah Syndergaard was kind of the biggest name and they just chilled out they had a bunch of injuries their pitching staff has been decimated by injuries they lose Gavin Lux before the season even starts and they got the best record in the National League it's just that they're able to do what they're able to do, that they're going to go three games with the Yankees this weekend and have two really inexperienced pitchers go in there and fully expect to win both of those games just solidifies what I've thought about this group for the last several years, that if they think it can work, it can work.
0: Well, they're really well run. They know what they want. They know how to uh, identify what they want, both at the major league level Mm. and at the minor league level. I mean, their farm system seems to both never run out, seems to never be not ranked, like, number one, like, number five at the lowest, despite the fact that they've moved prospects. Yeah. I'm like, I'm always like, I, how do they still have people left, much less
1: this good? Well, think about this, too. A so lot I, of their guys get called up. I was just going to say that – and I'll use it because they're both local and it's the, the the two ends of the spectrum. The Angels pick relatively high in the draft, right, because they're they're not winning a lot of games, so they're picking more towards the front of the draft – and until very recently, very few of their draft picks are showing up in the major league level as impact guys, right? It's just not happening. The Dodgers are picking towards the back of the draft, right? They're not picking in the top 10. They're picking in the high 20s, and it's nothing but guys that show up in the big leagues and have impacts, and not just make the major leagues impact. Corey Seeger impact. Cody Bellinger impact. Will Smith Impact guys, sure they're gonna buy a Freeman, they're gonna buy a Betts, but th- the vast majority of the guys that have impact, Lux, these are guys that they developed in their own system that they, and then when it's time to pay them, some they do, some they let walk out the door. It's an unbelievable factory of just continually finding talent, major league talent at the back of draft and in other people's systems as well. Yeah,
0: and they're also getting, I guess, a bit lucky or fortunate, however you want to call it, this year that. The Padres, for example,
1: not performing Ugh. nearly up to expectations. You okay? I, I'm still a believer. I, I I I like that it's they're struggling, but there's too many good players on that team, Andy. That, that's not an under 500 team. It, it just I can't envision that. Get fast forward to August, two months from now, and we're still talking about the Padres five games under 500 in fourth place in the division. There's just too many good players. That has to turn.
0: Look on paper, they look incredible. And, you know, they brought in players that are real. You do wonder, though. I mean, I I don't remember if it was Mace in Ireland yesterday or somebody I heard on our air talking about reports that there's some issues going on in that clubhouse. Yeah. That there's, I don't know, factions being formed, a lot of disagreements, a lot of chemistry
1: issues. Is it as simple as who's the leader on that team, right? Like, if you say uh, the Dodgers, it's, it's Clinton Kershaw. Clayton Kershaw sets the tone last year Clayton Kershaw and Justin Turner there's no ambiguity of how you behave and how you prepare and how you act in this organization I guess it's Manny Machado in San Diego because he's been there a while he's their best player proverbially and Juan Soto like who's in charge down there I don't know
0: I mean because Machado I you know I don't know Machado has always struck me as a bit prickly. I know when he was with the Dodgers, covered him a bit. I flat out found him unpleasant. Soto is a relatively new guy, and then I'm blank. I'm blanking Bogarts. No, I'm blanking on his name. Tatis. Tatis is a knucklehead. Su- he's su- that's the thing though. It's not just that he's had the issues with suspensions, and you've had his teammates say. We're disappointed in this. We are the angry organization about this. said it. Right. And it's not just because they missed Tatis's talent, it's because there was an expectation that Tatis is going to be a leader of these guys. And he may be the best player on that team. Like if I think if it's not Soto, it's Tatis, just in terms of pure talent. It's really difficult when your best player is not a leader. It's hard. That's a I'm not saying it can't be done. But that is a
1: hard road for a team to travel when you can't take your cues from your best player. I'm going to ask Oral about this when he joins us here in a few minutes. You think about the Dodger team in 88 that he was the backbone of. He's the MVP of the World Series, the NLCS, the Cy Young. He had a billion innings in a row of scoreless baseball. That was not a team that won 110 games. I think they, you know, they, this was a team that was, they won their division. There were heavy underdogs against the Mets, everything else, but it was a team. They had like this this ethos, the stuntmen. They had a really good player in Kirk Gibson, but this was a bunch of guys that just fit really well together that had all been spending some time together. And then you look at this Padre team, and it, it doesn't work in baseball. We just say, well, he's good. Pay him a lot of money. He's good. Pay him and bring them all together and expect it to just fit together right away. It, it doesn't work like that in baseball. Well, It still could end up
0: working for the Padres. There's a lot of time, and they haven't lost a ton of ground in the NL West or really even the National League. No. But it does not seem like that, especially after... They should have so much confidence from having beaten the Dodgers in the playoffs. Like That that was the 800-pound gorilla that was there for them to take out. And in the rivalry between the Dodgers and Padres, to whatever degree you think a rivalry even exists... It was always Dodgers, I mean, way big brother, yeah, and Padres are like little brother, almost to the point of still like in nursery school. They should have gotten so much more of a confidence shift, like an attitude shift, and it does not seem to have happened. So you wonder how much is this just holding themselves back?
1: They need somebody to get hot, and then I think everything clicks in after that. Could be as simple. And, as and, that. and look at the dot, right? Mookie hot, Freddie otherworldly hot and will Smith's just been good all season long and everybody else kind of slots in after that none of the best players on that pottery roster have played like the best players on that roster they've all been somewhere between mediocre to bad until soto got hot and i want to stop talking about him because i'm afraid it'll keep happening <laughs> oral hersheiser joins us jaime harin joins us in studio coming up next it's travis lee 710 espn